0: Welcome back, everybody. This is your girl, Michelle Rett. Welcome to another episode of Unpreached, because I believe that life is unpreached, that we teach people by what we do each and every day. And so I wanted to give you a couple of stories of inspiration and hope to make your week, your life better, and to testify of the wonderful, wonderful good things that are happening throughout the world because we're in it. Uh, I think that today's subject I want to talk about I've been pondering what I wanted to to say to you, but so many people ask me the question about how do you know that God has answered your prayer, and how do you know that you're doing what uh, that you're praying correctly i'm going to start by saying, How do you know God answers your prayer by telling you that God answers prayer that's based upon his word, and one of the things that we have to do when we pray is to pray His word. Stop looking at your problems, stop looking at what's occurring in your life, and just pray God's word call him on his word. In Jeremiah 1 and 12, God says, for you are correct. I am alert and active, watching over my word to perform it. So what that means is that God is saying, I'm waiting for you to say something to which I've already said, because whatever you say that I've already said is a direct promise that you have. And it shows God that you have faith in what he has promised. What I mean by that. So the Bible says you're healed. In Isaiah 53 and 5, it says he was wounded for our transgressions, bruised for our iniquities. The chastisement of our peace was upon him and by his stripes we are healed. So we're already healed. And so instead of praying, God, please heal me. God, please save me. God, please, you know, change this disease. Take away this. Then start to praise God because you're already healed. And start to proclaim his promises on every word that he speaks about healing. So whatever you want from God, all you have to do is bring him to his promises. Bring him in remembrance of his promises. He makes that very clear when we talk about uh, communion, where God says, when you do this, do this in remembrance of me. So it's not how often you do it, but he says, whenever you do this, whenever you take a sacrament, you are to do it in remembrance of God, because God is going to offer always stand on his word. Numbers 23 and 19 says that God is not a man that he should lie, nor the son of man that he should ever have to repent. So you can always depend on God for his word. So how do you know your prayers are answered? Well, there are things that are going to manifest in your life. But first and foremost, our number one thing is that we want to make sure that we pray God's word, speak his word, and then believe, believe Mark 11 and 23 says, whatsoever you pray, when you pray, believe that you have received it and you shall have it. And so that, my friends, is great news is that you're going to have exactly what you ask for. We are what we say. The bottom line and everything in life. And I know it's a cliche to most of you, but we are what we say. It's what you say. You have what you say. If you say you're sick, you're sick. If you say you're poor, you're broke. You know, so it's just what you say, what is coming out of your mouth? Proverbs 6 and 2 says that we are snared by the things that come out of our mouth. So it's what you say. Make sure that you are saying the right thing. And I'll tell you this from life's example for me is to make sure that you have people around you that are saying exactly what you believe. If you are believing God for healing, if you're believing God for a new home, if you're believing God for a breakthrough, if you're believing God for a marriage or an engage- even an engagement, whatever you're believing God for, make sure that you have people that are saying the exact same thing and not that are saying something negative or something contrary to what you are believing. I just know it happens from what we say. Our expectations in life determine how far we go. If you have no expectation, then you won't go far. And so many people say, well, I don't know if God is answering my prayer, but what are you saying and what are you doing? Because I know and you know that we will pray one thing and then say another. I remember speaking to the Lord one time and him telling me that I'm very negative and that I always see the glass as half full. It's always something about to fall. And I wonder how long something good is going to happen. You ever had that feeling where you're just thinking to yourself, well, I wonder how long this is going to last. Why don't we trust God that whatever comes into our life, it is going to last. It is going to be sustainable. You're not going to be full of money one moment and broke the next. You're not going to be in love one moment and, and out of love the next or heartbroken the next. Every guy or every girl is not going to hurt you. Some are just meant for you and some God has sent. And so we often have this attitude that something's going to break down. And then we say, well, I prayed to God, but it's more than just prayer. It's not just seeing what is happening. It's requiring good prayer. Prayer that reaches heaven requires that you have faith, that you actually believe what you say. It's one thing to say you're healed and then go about and just start complaining and crying and carrying on and saying, you know, oh, God, you know, this happened to me. and Oh, my goodness. Or to keep talking about it. Take your eyes off of what you can see. As a matter of fact, don't look at what you can see. Remember, Gladys Knight says, believe none of what you see and half of what you hear. So I would give that advice to you, my friends tonight. Take your eyes off the situation. And just start believing, and it's whatever you believe. Then pray it, and then act upon it. It's one thing to just pray it and say, "I've been praying for a husband. I've been praying for a new job," but you don't act upon it. You haven't re- applied to a job. You haven't done anything to make sure that it comes true. If you believe that God has granted you something, then you need to take action. When I was in law school, and I talk about this in one of my books, The Resurrection of Passion. When I was in law school, I had a friend by the name of Demetrius Rush. And Demetrius, if you're listening right now, and shout out to you in a, in, in a Illinois. I think you're still in Illinois. But Demetrius Rush told me, Michelle, faith is an action word. And that's what I want to tell all of you. It requires that you do something. It's not enough just to say it. You're going to have to do something to show God that you really want what you say. And so then we ask you, the second thing is, how bad do you want it? If you really want something, you really want your prayers to be answered, then you have to know what does the word say about it. You have to know that what you are praying lines up with God's word. Because if it doesn't, it probably will not happen. God is not going to grant you somebody else's husband. Let's just hang that up. So if you're praying for Michael and Michael is married to somebody else, you might as well hang that up because God is not going to grant that to you. But he does grant to you what is a part of his will. What is a part of his will? And if you can't get an answer or a breakthrough with just your prayer, then let me encourage you to invite somebody else because the word of God says, where two or three are gathered in my name, there will I be in the midst thereof. And so what God is saying is that when you come together, When you come together in prayer, or what we call agreement prayer, you are on the right road. You are really on the right road. So find a friend, find somebody that you can agree with in prayer, and ask them to believe God for you. Believe God together for that new house. Believe God together for that new spouse. Believe God together for that new breakthrough. And believe God together for that healing. And I believe, my friends, that you're going to have it. You know why? Because life is unpreached. This is your girl Michelle Rhett, coming to you from Life Unpreached, and welcoming you. Those of you that are joining me for the first time, this is going to be a bumpy ride. We're starting out safe and sound, and then we're going to get uh, we're going to be like a roller coaster with the issues that we're going to discuss. I'm excited. I'll be speaking at the Hope 2018 conference on to Thursday. Thursday of this week at the First Baptist Church of Glenard, Maryland. I'm very excited about it, handling a very, very difficult subject matter of the laws that prohibit counseling to people who are who are uh, same-sex or who are homosexual or whatever you want to say about them, the LGBTQIA community. Uh, there is a prohibition that you cannot, in many states, that you cannot minister to people about Christ or try to change their mind, that that is illegal in, in certain states, particularly when you're talking about ministering to youth. Um, so if you're a high school counselor or something like that, uh, you cannot basically tell them that, you know, well, your thinking is wrong or your thinking does not line up with the word of God. So they've got a lot of laws prohibiting what you can and cannot say when you're talking to a person that's transgender or same sex. And so an organization has asked me to come in as a civil rights attorney and shed some light. So I'm excited. I'm going to keep you posted on that and I'll be talking about that with you. Um, I'll have some more words for you. I have uh, taken a little sabbatical, but I'm back. And so uh, welcome. Life is unpreached and I'm glad you're here. Bye-bye.